Friends, how does this sound? Set our hope in God, remember His works, and keep His commandments. <laughs> Friends, you cannot top that. Let's think on these things today. From the International Gospel Hour, stay tuned. Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. We're so glad you've decided to listen to our program today. In a world of challenges, we need God's Word to help us face those challenges. Thank you for joining us in this period of Bible study with our speaker, Jeff Archie, of International Gospel Hour, a broadcast of the Churches of Christ. Let's listen now. Here's Jeff. Greetings, everyone. So good to have you with us today on our broadcast from the International Gospel Hour I'm honored that you have joined me today. We're thankful for every listener of our broadcast, regardless of where you may be hearing us or how you may be hearing us. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you also to our beloved Jay Webb for his good work, and you'll hear from Jay throughout our broadcast. How blessed we are for you, dear listeners, who desire to pursue truth and to know said truth as noted from John 8 and verse 32. Such is sought with an honest and diligent heart. For in Hebrews 11 and verse 6 reminds us, But without faith it is impossible to please Him. For he who comes to God must believe that He is, and that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. So may we seek God through our study today, and know that we can find Him. Setting our hope in God, remembering His works, and keeping His commandments, a beautiful thought, and commanded clearly in Scriptures. You know, friends, this is nothing new. Listen to Psalm 78, 1 through 8, which will serve as our text today. Give ear, O my people, to my law. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings of old, which we have heard and known, and our fathers have told us. We will not hide them from their children, telling to the generation to come the praises of the Lord and His strength and His wonderful works that He has done. For He established a testimony in Jacob and appointed a law in Israel, which He commanded our fathers that they should make them known to their children, that the children, or that the generation rather, to come might know them, the children who would be born, that they may arise and declare them to their children, that they may set their hope in God and not forget the works of God, but keep His commandments, and may not be like their fathers, a stubborn and rebellious generation, a generation that did not set its heart aright, and whose spirit was not faithful to God. Dear friends, let's do a little defining here. The psalmist begins by saying, Give ear, meaning, listen up. Don't miss this. Don't miss what we are about to say and bring forth. And then we find dark sayings of old. That's an interesting statement, meaning this is really important and emphatic. So, give ear, listen up, don't miss this. What I'm about to say is important, and we're going to emphasize its importance. Not only do you need to know it, but from one generation to the next. Well, dear friends, would that not parallel with Deuteronomy 6 and verse 7? Where the homes were commanded, the fathers, you shall teach them diligently to your children, the commands of God, and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. It's a part of your life and should be part of your language. 
as we turn and look at Scripture from the Old Testament or concerning the Old Testament, let's remember some things. How about 1 Corinthians 10 and verse 6? Speaking of the evil time during the time of Moses, how they had rebelled against God, these things became our examples to the intent that we should not lust after evil things as they also lusted. Then we drop down to verse 11. Now all these things happened to them as examples, and they were written for our admonition upon whom the ends of the ages have come. It was Paul that also said in Romans 15:4, whatever things were written before were written for our learning that we through patience and comfort of the Scriptures might have hope. Dear friends, from Psalm 78, we're going to look a little deeper today into that psalm as inspired history awaits. And let's learn from these examples. Give us a generation of hope. Let's talk about these things. I'll be back in give or take about 30 seconds, and we'll begin. We at International Gospel Hour appreciate our co-laborers at HouseToHouse.com, an outstanding website with topic research, free materials, and an excellent media section. Check it out today at HouseToHouse.com, and please request a free copy of House to House Heart to Heart. May this be of aid in your studies. And friends, the International Gospel Hour, our mailing address, P.O. Box 118, Fayetteville, Tennessee, 37334. That's P.O. Box 118, Fayetteville, Tennessee, 37334. We come to you under the oversight of the elders of the West Fayetteville, Tennessee Church of Christ. Let's talk about some inspired history. And when you look throughout Psalm 78, here's what you find. In verses 5 through 11, We learn a little bit about the history of Genesis, the book of Genesis of Jacob and Israel, and how a testimony would be established in Jacob and appointed a law in Israel. Now, we know that Jacob's name was changed to Israel. And the warning is here, especially in verses 8 and also into verse 10. Verse 8, may not be like their fathers, a stubborn and rebellious generation, a generation that did not set its heart aright, and whose spirit was not faithful to God. Dropping into verse 10, they did not keep the covenant of God. They refused to walk in His law. Verse 11, how they forgot His works. Now, when you look at this text, this could be referring to a time within Numbers 13 and 14. But nevertheless, friends, we must be reminded to learn of our history, learn from the history, see the warnings therein, and not become like they became. We need to be a generation of hope, remembering God and keeping God. Now, when you begin in verse 12 of Psalm 78, and you go through verse 41, you find much reference in the book of Exodus. In verses 12 through 33, we find their behavior and then even more in the wilderness, verses 34 through 41. Allow time to permit us just to do some highlights. In verse 12, we find where they were in the land of Egypt. In verse 13, he divided the sea and caused them to pass through. In verse 14, in the daytime, he led them with the cloud and all the night with the light of fire. So how he led them. How he split rocks in the wilderness for them to drink in abundance. Well, that would go back to Exodus chapter 20, where Moses struck the rock when all he had to do was speak to the rock. 
When they desired food and were tired of what they were eating, verse 24, God rained down manna. In verse 27, He rained meat on them like the dust, feathered fowl like the sands of the seas. He blessed them tremendously, and how He brought in that power of the wind. You know, my wife was doing some study about the geography of the area and learned that it was during a time that the fowl or the uh, or those the uh, uh, the feathered fowl, if you will, would come down through that way in a migration, and how God controlled to make sure they could be filled. A beautiful thought that supported and strengthened the evidences therein of God's greatness. And and we note in verses 12 through 33 of Psalm 78, what all God had done, listen to the sadness of verse 32. In spite of this, they still sinned and did not believe in His wondrous works. How in the world can you do so? Well, friends, it's very easy. Today we know of God's wondrous works, but yet do people follow Him? They even provoked Him in the wilderness and grieved Him in the desert. We note that from Psalm 78, verse 40. Again, friends, let's simply learn from our history to be a generation of hope, to remember God, and to keep God's commands. When you get into verses 42 through 51, it's like the psalmist goes back by inspiration and says, I want you to remember something. Won't you remember the plagues that he brought forth in Israel? He worked his signs, or rather in Egypt, with Israel. He worked his signs in Egypt, verse 40, uh, verse 43. Their rivers turned into blood, the flies that came among them, the frogs, the locusts, the hail. All of these things he mentioned that we can go back and read of, of the plagues brought upon Egypt and upon the Pharaoh at the time. Here's a summary. Verse 50 of Psalm 78, He made a path for his anger. He did not spare their soul from death, but gave their life over to the plague and destroyed all the firstborn in Egypt, the first of their strength, in the tents of Ham. You see, when Egypt rebelled against God, here's what he did. But he saved his people and moved them. You see, God will always remember. He took them toward the promised land, verses 52 through 57. He guided them in the wilderness. He drove out the nations before them. Again, friends, look at the greatness of God. We need to be that generation of hope. In verses 58 through 69, well, you learn of Judah, the kings and the chronicles study, how that they took their high places and moved God to jealousy with their carved image. He rejected the tent of Joseph, did not choose the tribe of Ephraim, but chose the tribe of Judah, Mount Zion, which he loved. You see, when the, when the kingdoms divided, God still remembered his remnant. And to wrap it up, he chose David, his servant. Folks, I want to pause right here quickly. That we're going to come back with our application to give us a generation of hope. Here is our J-Webb. Our friends at World Bible School have a wonderful online Bible study available, and it is free. That's right, it's free please visit worldbibleschool.org and register. You will be provided a study helper who can answer questions and provide feedback for your lessons. Please sign up today. That's the free online study at worldbibleschool.org. Dear friends, give us a generation of hope. Let us learn. Here are the quick lessons. Number one, lead and teach our children. 
That's Psalm 127, Ephesians 6, and Deuteronomy 6. Second, let's learn from the past and not repeat it. Third, let's live within God's provisions and be content, as we note in 1 Timothy 6, 8. And be led by God always, as David was, the skillfulness of his hands. Let's think on these things, friends, and thank you for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour broadcast. I'm Jeff Archie, and as always, keep listening. Thank you for listening today. May this study prompt your search of God's Word for His will in your life. To assist you in your study or to listen to other programs, please visit our website at internationalgospelhour.com to God be the glory.